Hello, and welcome to the New Beginnings Discipleship Ministry Podcast. Here, we share the Word of God for the people of God to understand that they are born on purpose, for a purpose, and with purpose. Our desire is for everyone to not just know what their purpose is, but to live it out fully. We believe we are designed to live out a kingdom lifestyle that aligns to the kingdom of God and the word of God. Now go ahead and grab something to write with, make room wherever you are at, and prepare your heart, mind, and soul for another amazing word from God. Here we go. God is so big, so mighty. His plans for me go beyond my wildest dreams. Amen? Amen. And that goes right into my sermon t- or teaching for today. My title is Being Steadfast, Knowing That I Matter. Amen? Amen. Amen. Now, we all know that we are here on purpose, for a purpose, and with purpose. Amen? Amen. I'm going to read Psalms 139, 13 through 16 in the NLT. That is our key scripture for today. Psalms 139, 13 through 16. And it reads, You made all the delicate inward parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb thank you for making me so wonderfully complex your workmanship is marvelous how well I know it you watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion as I was woven together in the dark of the womb you saw me before I was born every day of my life was recorded in your book hallelujah Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Amen. He had a plan. He had a plan for each and every one of us. Amen. Amen. He has a plan. He didn't have a plan. He has a plan. Amen. Amen. I want you to look at your neighbor and tell them you are here on purpose. You are here on purpose. Amen. And tell your other neighbor, you matter. You matter. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Hallelujah. Father God, Lord, we just thank you for this day. God, we thank you for what our eyes have seen, what our ears have heard. Father, we thank you that you are with us, you are for us. Father, we declare and decree nothing can come against us and succeed. God, we enter into this day, this week, this season with a great expectation of victory in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you, Father God, that you gave your son to us that we would have eternal life with you, Father. Lord, that you did not want us separated from you, but Father, as we accept Jesus Christ, we can come to you and be with you forever. So Lord, we thank you, God. Lord, change our mindset, dear Father. I come against the spirit of being a victim, Father. Lord, declaring and decreeing that we are victorious in Jesus' name, that we are the head and not the tail. We are above only, we're never beneath. We are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Greater is he that lives on the inside of us than he that is in this world. Lord, I thank you, God, for a change in our mindset, change in our perception, Father. Lord, that we would not look at the things that are seed, Father, because we know those things are temporary and subject to change. But, Father, we lift our eyes up, God. Lord, we lift our eyes to you, Father. Lord, looking to the unseen, knowing that it is eternal in Jesus' name. Father, that we are seated with you in heavenly places with all things under our feet. Father, I thank you for that position in you, God. Lord, no matter what the condition is around us, Father, our position is with you. 
in heavenly places. So, Lord, we thank you for that, God. We thank you that you had a plan and purpose already in mind before you dispatched us, God. Lord, we thank you, Father God, Lord, that you knew every detail of our lives. God, that you know the number of hair on our heads, dear Father. Lord, that you knew everything that we would face, God. And, Lord, you equipped us with everything that we need. So, Lord, we thank you, God. We thank you for returning to the basics of you, God. Lord, knowing that you are with us, you are for us. So we can look to that mountain and say nothing can come against us and succeed in Jesus' name. Satan, we render you helpless, powerless, inoperative, and ineffective against us. I bind and break every plan, plot, scheme, device of the enemy right now in Jesus' name. I bind every mind-binding, mind-blocking, all memory recall spirits right now in the name of Jesus. We declare and decree that this land is holy in the name of Jesus, and you must go in Jesus' name. Now, Lord God, I thank you, Father. Lord, decrease me. Father, increase within me, Father. Lord, release the word that you have for your people through Hallelujah. me. I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. So we know that we are here on purpose, for a purpose, and with purpose. Amen. You matter. You are important. Just like Pastor Kamika said, we are king's kids. Amen. We are royalty. Hallelujah. We are VIPs in the kingdom of God. We can hold our head up high. We can walk with that knowing of who we are and whose we are. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. The destiny that God has set for you is important. Each and every one of us is important. We have that calling of God in our lives, and we are all important. In Jesus' name. And when we complete our the calling that he has for us, what we're doing is we're completing his will. Yes. Amen. He, we truly are his hands and feet. So what he wants done on the earth, he does it through us. Yes. So when we are walking and moving in what it is that God has for us, we are fulfilling the will of God. Hallelujah. That just makes me shout. Amen. We are fulfilling the will of God. Amen. So he completes that through us. Now, Apostle has told us many times it's not all about us, right? It's kind of sad, right? <laughs> it's not about us. Amen. It's not about me. Hallelujah. It's all about him. And the longer we delay in our destiny, the longer we delay our calling, being out of position, it only imp- not only impacts us, but it's detrimental to those that we are called to. Amen. Amen. It is detrimental to those that we are to go out and touch. Hallelujah. As Apostle says, souls are on the line. Amen. You truly matter. You are not a mistake. I had a friend tell me one time that she was a mistake. Her parents actually told her she was a mistake. They actually said, we didn't plan on you. You were a mistake. Can you imagine that? Man, I don't know if anybody has even... um, witnessed that or had that experience themselves. And that is a breeding ground for low self-esteem. It's a breeding ground for rejection. And you can probably imagine my response to her. Amen? Amen. Amen. You are no mistake. And it's possible that your parents did not plan on you, but God God planned on you. Amen? You are personally sent here by God on purpose for a mission. Amen. Amen. He makes no mistakes. 
As I was studying and preparing this teaching, I looked up the definition of a mistake. And it is an action or judgment that is misguided or wrong. Now, in our human flesh, we make mistakes, right? We do. But we were sent here by God, and again, he does not make any mistakes. There is a specific plan and purpose for each one of our lives. There is a reason why you were born. The definition of a plan is a detailed proposal for doing or achieving something. Now, a plan includes details. Even though it's a proposal, it includes details. So how many in here are planners? Do I have any planners in here? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Have you ever gone on a trip with a planner? <laughs> Amen. So they plan out every detail, what time we're going to get up, when we're leaving, where we're going, how long we're going to be there, when we're going to be back, when we're going to take showers, when we're going to bed. Amen. I don't know if you had that extreme, but I did. <laughs> My mom would ask for brochures for where we were going. She would plan everything out. And she would plan out the whole week. Now, as you can imagine, it did kind of loosen up through the years of us going because things didn't always go as planned. Yeah. There was a proposal, yeah. but it didn't always go as planned. There was times that we didn't get to everywhere we wanted to go. Amen. But we would reset, and the next day we would start again in the next thing. Amen. And that's the thing. Can you think about that? Like, when I was thinking about it, so my mom, how long it would take her to plan just a week. God made a plan for each and every one of us. Our entire life, he made a plan. Can you even imagine that? Everyone that's here, so I think it's like 7 billion people on the earth right now. Amen. So he had a plan planned out for each and every person. That is just mind-blowing to me how big our God is. Amen? And there's times that we may be going through that plan and we may be doing good. It is a proposal, right? So we have choices, and we can either follow that plan or we can do what we want to do. Amen? But we can reroute. There's thing called a kairos moment where those things come into alignment, and we can have those times in our lives, and he will redeem the time. Amen? Amen. Amen. So there is a plan for each and every one of us. We just read in Psalms 139, and it stated that God wrote about you in his book. He said every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Now that sounds like a plan, amen? <laughs> he knew the very end of our lives before he started it. Jeremiah 29 and 11 in New King, ja or King James says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not for evil, to give you an expected end. His plans for us are good, to prosper us. But remember, we still have choices. He gave us free will. We have to choose him. We have to choose his plans for our lives. If we become one with the world, we are separated from him. Did you know that to love the world is to be an enemy with God? Amen. James 4 and 4 in the NLT says, you adulterers, don't you realize that friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God? Romans 12 and 2 tells us not to be conformed to this world a way of thinking and living, instead being transformed by the renewing of our mind. Then you will know God's will. And this was awesome. This really blessed me in the NIV. It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. 
Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. We can know his will. We can help him fulfill his will when we are doing what he is calling us to do. We are able to know the will of God. When we are in the word of God, we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. When we are washed by the water of the world, word, excuse me, when we remove connections from the world and get fully in alignment with him, transforming our minds, we can know his will on this earth and what his will is through us. He chose us already. He set us apart. He knows us. He knows that um, everything that we will do, amen, he has that foreknowledge. And we don't have to be good enough for him to choose us. He already chose us, amen. Hallelujah. He already chose us. He already chose you. He knew every mistake that we would make. He knew everything that we would think. He knew everything that we would do. He knew every challenge that we would encounter. And he still chose us us. Amen. Amen. And he gave this to me and it really blessed me. He said, and he said to me, he knows and he still chose. Amen. Amen. And then actually a little bit more um, accurate could be because he knew us before we were in our mother's womb. So he knew and he said, I choose you. Amen. Amen. And that's just such a blessing. No matter what it is that we have done, no matter what it is that we've gone through, no matter what mistakes we have made, he already chose us. He chose us before. Hallelujah. That's such a blessing. John 15 and 16 in the New King James says, "You you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you. That you should go and bear fruit. Yes. And that your fruit should remain. That whatever you ask in my name, Mm. he will give it to you. Hallelujah. 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 Now, just because he chose us, we still have work to do. Amen. We're not working to be chosen. But there's work that we need to do because it said that we would bear fruit and that fruit would remain. There's work to bear fruit. Amen. Amen. There's work to ensure that that fruit remains. Hallelujah. There's a work into bearing the fruit. There is planning. There's preparation. Work to be done. You are not working to be chosen. We are working to remain steadfast and to bear fruit and ensure that our fruit remains. Hallelujah. We study his word. We spend time with him. We get under godly leadership and learn, study, dig into his word. We spend time with him and receive revelations directly from him. It is only in spending time with him that our fruit can remain. Bearing fruit is just the first part. It's ensuring that our fruit remains in the face of adversity. The fruit of the spirit comes when we spend time with Holy Spirit. Spending time with him, allowing him to transform us, to lead us, to guide us. There is work that we have to do. Applying his word in every situation is how our fruit remains. He chose us. 
He knows and he still chose. But we have to choose him. We need to put him in a place of priority, putting him first. The word promises that when we seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, everything else will be added unto us. Amen. Amen. Putting him in a place of priority, not as a leftover. So when I get all my work done, then I will spend time. When I put the kids to bed, then I will spend time. After my... um, day at work, then I will spend time. It's so important that we put him as a priority. Amen. So how do we choose him? We choose him and not this world by surrendering to him, surrendering his will for our will. That was backwards. (laughs) Did you guys catch that? Surrendering my will for his will. Amen. Amen. Just checking to see if you're all listening. Amen. Amen. So let's look at Luke 9, 23 through 25. He says, then he said to the crowd, if any of you want to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways, take up your cross daily and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what benefit If you gain the whole world, but you yourself are lost or destroyed. Amen. Give up your life. What does that look like? To give up your life. Amen. He doesn't want us to lose who we are, but he wants our priority to be in him, to be in his kingdom. He has a plan for us. The plan is there. He laid out every single day of our lives. It says that the days were fashioned for us. He spent time detailing each and every day of our lives, fashioning the days for us. He was intimate with us. He knew us. He spent time with us. Amen? He knows the number of hairs on your head. He set those divine uh, connections with other people, and he draws you closer to him. Now, let's look at purpose. God spelled out our purpose in his plan for us. Definition of a purpose is the reason for which something was done or created or for which something exists. There was a purpose for you before you were created. We have to know we weren't just born. We were created by a creator. Amen. Amen. We were created by the God who created the heavens and the earth. So let's think about that for a moment. We were created by God, who also created the heavens and the earth. Psalms 139 says, he knit you in your mother's womb. He took time to put you together. He took time to lay out every moment of your life. He took time to write about you in his book. He loves you. He created you. He has a plan and a purpose for you. He has a good plan and purpose for your lives. Amen. Amen. In Jeremiah 1, God tells us that he knew us, that he actually had a relationship with us. This is just so mind-boggling to me. He had a relationship with us. He knew us before we were even in our mother's womb. He had a relationship with us. He put a plan together for us before he put us into this earth. Before he knit us together, he knew us. Jeremiah 1, starting with verse 5. NLT reads, I knew you 
<clears throat> before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart. <clears throat> the Lord goes on to tell Jeremiah the call that he had for him specifically. But Jeremiah didn't think that he was able, that he was good enough to do what God was calling him to do. God said, I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Jeremiah answered in verse 6, Sovereign Lord, I don't know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, do not say I'm too young. You must go everywhere I send you and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and I will rescue you, declares the Lord. Hallelujah. God said he would send Jeremiah. When we are sent, when God has a a specific plan for us. Now, not all of us are prophets. Not all of us have this particular calling on our lives, but there is a calling on each of our lives. Amen. There is a plan for each and every one of us. And when we walk and do the things that he is calling us to do, he will equip us yes. with everything that we need. Yes. Amen. If God before us, who could possibly be against us? Hallelujah. Let's look at Romans 8, and I'm going to start in verse 28. It says, and we know that all things work for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those who God foreknew, that's us, say that's me. Amen. He knew us before we were in our mother's womb. He also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Say, I am a sister of sister or brother of God or of Jesus. Amen. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. So you have been predestined. Amen. You have been called. You have been justified. You have been glorified. Amen. Hallelujah. God has, re has God revealed a call on your life that you didn't think that you were ready for? Has God been calling you to do something that you didn't think that you had the skills to do? Amen. He knows what he put in you. You are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus, and you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Remember, he knit you in your mother's womb, designed you, equipped you he, for everything that he planned and purposed for you to do. You are already equipped. It's already in you. Amen. Now, in the natural, I, in the past, I've used cell phones as an example. You, there's so many cell phones out there right now, so many things that it does, so many features that it can do, right? So if I go out and buy the most expensive cell phone that has all the bells and whistles, all the features, and all I use it for is to make calls, <laughs> amen? So it does it. Yeah, I'm wasting it, right? Amen. So just because I'm not using those features, it doesn't mean they don't exist. Amen. I'm just not using it to its fullest potential. Now, the creator of the cell phone created it for a specific purpose. They put all the bells and whistles and features in it for a very specific purpose yeah. to be used. Amen. He created it to fill a need. Now, that need wasn't to wash dishes, to hold food, to sit on, right? There might be some apps for those things. I don't know. There's apps for everything. Amen. But it wasn't designed to do those things. There's other things that were created to fulfill those needs. Amen. Amen. But the cell phone was created for a specific purpose. 
Amen. So what features do you have that you have not fully utilized? What giftings or callings are within you that are still lying dormant? And I just want to encourage you, just because you're not using them, that doesn't mean they don't exist. That doesn't mean that it's canceled, null, or void. Amen? Amen. It's still there. So you may ask, how do I access what's in me? I'm glad you asked. Amen. So I'm sure there's many ways, but these are the two things that God showed me, was first to stay connected to him. That's first and foremost. The second is to surrender your will for his will. So the first, staying connected to him, staying connected to the source. Ask your creator. The only thing that, the only person that knows the use of the thing is the creator of the thing. Amen? Amen. Amen. Apostle Scott always talks about that. Hallelujah. So we need to go back to the creator, God, to ask, what am I here for? What is my calling? What is my purpose? How am I to be utilized for your will in this earth? 1 Corinthians 2, 9 through 12 says, No eyes have seen, no ears have heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. And sometimes we stop there, but we have to go on because it wasn't that he's trying to keep it secret. But it is to us that God revealed these things by his spirit. For his spirit searches out everything and knows, uh, knows and shows us God's deep secrets. Holy Spirit will show us secrets. No one can know the person's thoughts except the person's own spirit. And no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. And we have received God's spirit, not the world's spirit, so we can know the wonderful things that God has freely given to us. Amen. Amen. Staying connected to him. And let's look at John 15, 4 through 5 with the vine. Remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit of its own if it is severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine and you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. And apart from me, you can do nothing. Amen. 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 So let's continue to stay connected to him. Sticking in his words. Staying in his words. Staying in Holy Spirit. Allowing Holy Spirit to transform us, to wash us. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. The second is to surrender our life to God. His will be done. Remember that gifts come without repentance. 11, or Romans 11 and 29 in the message, this really blessed me, says God's gifts and God's call are under full warranty. Never canceled, never rescinded. Amen. So, amen, his gifts and callings do not come without repentance. They, we can continue to move in what it is that God has gifted us with, if it, even if it doesn't give glory to God. But God wants us to use his gifts in the way that he designed it that will give glory to him. The enemy can pervert the gifts that we have from God. You may be gifted in an area, but if it's not giving glory to God, it's not what God intended it to be used for. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So as we think about, you know, our natural abilities and asking God, what is it that you have called me to do? 
looking at your natural abilities. What are some of those things that you naturally do? Who are the people that are naturally drawn to you? What are those things that break your heart when you see it? A lot of times those things that break your heart is one of the things that God is calling you to. Amen? Amen. Amen. So as we search in closing, as we search out and be deliberately to seek and find and to live out the purposes that God has for us, we will make mistakes, but that does not cancel our purpose. Amen. Amen. That does not make us useless. We can still be used by God and we can get back on track. Amen. 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 So go ahead and stand in closing if you would. Amen. 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 So in closing, I want to thank God for each of us that he sent us here on purpose, for a purpose, and with purpose. That God is patient with us. And as we seek him for the purpose that he has for us, he is a God of another chance. I want to encourage someone today that feel like they've gone too far away from the purpose that God has for them. I want to encourage you that it's not too late. That he chose you. He knew you and he said, I choose you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, God, for what you've done and what you're doing in our lives. Father, I thank you, Father God, that you have sent us here on purpose, for a purpose, and with purpose. I thank you, God, that you do not give up on us, Father. Even if we take a detour, God, Lord, that you are there, Father. Lord, wooing us back to you, God. Lord, I thank you, Father God, that you do not leave us um, lonely, that you do not leave us, Father, unattended, God, but you are with us, you are for us wherever we're at. Your word says even if we make our bed in hell, you are there. So, Lord, I thank you, God, Lord, that you help us, Father, to rise up, rise up to what it is that you have for us, God. Lord, that we would have the inner strength to know God. Lord, that we are royalty. Father, transform our mind. Transform our thoughts, God. Father, that we truly are who you say we are, God. Even if we don't see ourselves that way, Father. I thank you, Father God, for that transformation right now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Thank you for listening to another awesome and fulfilling word from God. We hope that you not only enjoy the word of God, but that you took something away to use, work on, or learn more about over the next days, weeks, months, and years. Please visit our social media outlets as well as our website, mbdmdsm.com, to connect with us as we desire to stay connected with you. Have a great and blessed week, and remember... You are born on purpose, for a purpose, and with purpose.